Hey everybody, welcome back to Player to Player, the weekly gaming talk show here at Nerdy Northerners where we discuss the weekly gaming news that you don't want to miss. I'm joined by my regular co-hosts each week. Of course, you know Danny. To the show. Of course, you know Wes. Hey, what's up everybody? And joining us brand new last week and going to be on from now on is Bella 2. How's it going, Bella 2? How are you guys doing? We are doing great. Obviously, every week we talk about the gaming news, and there is a lot to get into this week. There's Bethesda conversations. There's Fortnite on the table. It's a, it's going to be a doozy tonight. You guys are going to get started? Yep, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so diving into this, we have the Halo Master Chief Collection is going to be getting a free upgrade uh, to the Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S. I think a lot of us kind of saw these things coming where... A lot of these older games are going to be getting that rejuvenation upwards. Uh, this one, obviously, is going to be no different. Um, but I, I was kind of curious uh, into this. I want to throw this to your way, Wes, first. Um, how, what, what kind of goes into rejuvenating a game like this to upscaling? Like, What goes into that being a developer? So there, there's a, a few things you can do. Um, basically, every game runs within its own render window, and that render window is, is sort of set for whatever resolution it is. Um, on PC, oftentimes, you get to choose your resolution. That changes what that render window is. And developers kind of leave it up to you because you know they don't know what graphics hardware you have, and, and there's so many different configurations, but they kind of trust you to, to sort of give you the controls and say, look, you know, mess with this how you want to get the experience you want. Uh, on consoles, it's a little different. Since the hardware is fixed, uh, a lot of times developers will, uh, what they'll do is they'll they'll actually run the game at a, a, a lower resolution and then upscale it to 1080p. So like that's where you hear a lot of times that oh the game's running at 900p or you know uh, 1680p or something like that. And it's that's what that is meaning is that the render window is not at 1080p or not at 1920 by 1080. It's running lower and then upscaling to whatever your TV is. Um, so to to take that and just kind of say, hey, we're just going to run this natively at 4K, that's that's a simpler way of doing things. There's obviously other things you could do. You could create new textures and get 4K textures in there and, and that sort of thing. That'll really make the game look a lot better. You can redo models and things like that. It kind of depends on how much work you want to put into it. Um, but at a certain point, when you start really getting into those those new assets, you, you're almost just kind of creating a new game at that point, uh, mm-hmm. even though it'll still run on the same code base. Okay. Well, I'm going to hand this to you next, Bella, too. I know that you have Game Pass. Um, does this kind of thing entice you to jump back into the game when they go and remaster oh, something yeah. in your collection? Yeah, definitely. I, I love when a, a good remaster happens. Like It definitely entices me to jump in there, check it out, see what they've done. Um, like I know I will be checking that out for sure. I love me some Game Pass. Just keep giving me more games. <laughs> game, pa- game Pass is so good. It is it is ridiculously good. Um, there's another pass I want to talk about later tonight too. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Um, Danny, though, you're you're you, you don't. Or I don't think Halo is a big game that you've played much of. And th- with a game other than Halo, doing this where they're remastering themselves uh, forward, would it entice you over as a new customer? Is that something that, you know, gives you that chance to maybe go and explore an older one that hasn't been, uh, you know, an older game that you haven't been able to play because it's out on another system or just not digitalized for their current? 
Oh yeah, well it's it's happened more than once already. Uh, yeah, I I'm not uh, you know I I not as huge into Xbox as you know some uh, well I'll say you Jake uh, I don't know how much about the other two but uh, with like with um, Halo and stuff yeah I, I think it's great I think it's great when any game gets a remastered uh, though there are some games that shouldn't get remastered and uh, it's because they weren't the greatest in the first place um, and we've seen a few of those but yeah it, like being for me there are games that I didn't get to try on the other systems that it came out for uh, I use the switch as reference because that's one that's kind of gets me is uh, like with doom and um, Skyrim and all that stuff like I, I never played it on the ps3 when it came out um and you know now with my with the switch i'm getting into games that i you know never got into uh and it's great to have those 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 are what gets new audiences into the game um and you know halo has a huge fan base maybe not as as great as it used to with Mm -hmm. the current titles but it's great when companies can bring their older games you know polish it up fix it up you know change controls whatever uh make it the best it could be that should have been you know years ago but yeah i i agree 100 percent. i want to see more games get that treatment as a big halo fan myself i have to say playing halo 120 frames per second i'm excited <laughs> i am excited for me some halo did gonna... they did they talk about like the the xbox series x and s uh they also do a auto HDR. Are they are they talking about doing that with uh, with Halo at all? Let me see. Or do they just say 4K? And I didn't see anything. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty much just, just uh, 4K. Yeah, just 4K okay. and 20 frames okay. per second. Still yeah. glorious. Ooh, can't oh, wait. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Ooh, can't, can't wait. Provided your TV can do it. Yeah, you know what's funny? As I have a conversation about that real quick. Not a lot of people even have 4K TVs. Like I don't even have a 4K TV, and I'm a, I'm a huge gamer. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so belts too. And now we're talking about 8K and PlayStation 5 and Xbox uh, Series. And I mean, we saw this with the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation and the Xbox One, where it started out at 1080 and then it went to 4K. You know, kind of halfway down the cycle. Yeah, you know, are we going to be producing like 8K? With, you know, 16K. Uh, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X consoles by the end of this. What do you think, Wes? Uh, no. No, I don't. <laughs> Where will um, it stop? I, I mean, like, TV's always kind of... I, I, I feel like TV's more driven by content than it is by just, like, technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and And TVs are not in that realm of like phones where they can put out a new one every or people are buying a new one every couple of years kind of thing. Um, and I, I, I think that so many like TV stations are just kind of getting to, to 1080p like across the board. And mm-hmm. so many of them aren't doing 4k yet. Um, you can do 4k movies. You're, you're we're just getting into 4k gaming now uh, at a, like at a decent resolute or sorry, decent frame rate and that kind of thing. Um, I, I can't see us being in a couple years like okay now that you all bought that 4K TV go out and buy buy an 8K TV like <laughs> I I just like I just can't see it happening I right now I sort of see 8K as like the 3D televisions from a few years ago where it was like yeah okay all of you bought HD TVs now we we really liked you buying TVs so could you buy this TV and <laughs> everyone was like no. 
Well, it's funny because the uh, like marketing for the uh, PS5 and the uh, Xbox Series, uh, they are like saying, you know, hey, this system's coming out, but are you ready for it? You need this AK TV, like you need it to see the best you can see. So yeah. it, it is. It's getting pushed. It 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 always get pushed. Yeah. New technology gets pushed out there, but it has yeah. to and. And games are huge as it is, right? Like, if you start getting into 8K assets, like we're looking at 250, like 200, 250 gig games, mm-hmm. and you're only going to give me a one terabyte hard drive, yeah. <laughs> right? Definitely. I need more room. <laughs> yeah, need a whole lot more room. Speaking of room, we're going to move on here. We got Assassin's Creed Valhalla is going to be taking us to some different places in their upcoming expansions. There's going to be two of them launching. The first one is called The Legend, or sorry, uh, the first one is called The Wrath of the Druids, and it's going to be available in spring 2021. Uh, Ivor is going to be tracking down a druidic cult inside of Ireland. Alongside us is also going to be a, a exclusive quest called The Legend of Beowulf where the uh, season pass owner is going to uh, explore the monstrous truth behind that legendary figure. And the second expansion coming in the summer is called The Siege of Paris. And I don't think I need an explanation on that one. Um, Danny, I'm going to throw this to you first. What do you think about these expansions and the upcoming Assassin's Creed Valhalla game? We're going to England, now there's potentially Ireland and Paris. Does this entice you? Uh, yeah, well, the game's already massive as it is. Uh, I, you know, I, I love the Assassin's Creed games. You know I do. Me and you both do. Yes. Uh, but, like, yeah, I, I, I do love the expansions. I think it's I think it's an awesome thing for people who are you know, like, willing to really invest uh, time in those games. Uh, I think me and Wes can agree we don't really have much time for anything anymore. Uh, time, no. see, our, ba- our backlog is just flowing through the freaking door outside the house and whatever. It's massive. Um, but yeah, like like I said, for people who, who really want to have that full experience for an Assassin's Creed or any game uh, that they love, uh, yeah, I think it's awesome that they have that. It keeps the game going for years. Uh, trouble is, it takes me years to actually be the main one. Now, now on that, Danny, I know you've mentioned in the past that uh, you find yourself sometimes not a fan of uh, games that are open world. And obviously, mm-hmm. this is one of those games where it's just like, yeah, we're going to add on even more of that. We're going to add even yeah. more territory. Is that, yeah, you know, uh, you know well, you're, you're that, okay with that? Well, yeah. See, well, that's that's my worry, right? See, for uh, for for myself, yeah, I like I know for me that that it, it's already like I said, expansive enough, right? Yeah. And like the great thing is having the ability to uh, to take that quick shift and be able to go from one place to another very quickly compared to some of them where you have to be traveling like uh, assassin's creed 3 took me forever to get from one place to another i I spent hours traveling um like for for me i like i like it more fast-paced i like to be i like the instant travel kind of thing Mm -hmm. uh but yeah like you guys know well bella too doesn't know because she just started with us but (laughs) yeah for for me yeah you're learning there (laughs) But for me, yeah, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of open world games. There, there are some exceptions, and Assassin's Creed is one of them. So, yeah, <laughs> believe me, this—that's only the first chapter of uh, of the guys will tell you. I, I have some crazy shit that they they stayed fucked up when I told them. So, 
We got yeah. o- OG yeah. Biggie TTV in chat saying, "Come to Wales, we have dragons." Uh, Bella, too. Are you interested in the Assassin's Creed Valhalla yes. coming game? Yes, I'm not even gonna let you finish. I actually really am. That's on my list of things that I want to play. I love open world. Give me more to explore. It's it's. I love that era too. Like Vikings shit is my jam. So I'm like really excited about it. Right. So yeah, <laughs> I'm like give me more. Give me more. It is. Please throwing... let have all the dragons. Absolutely, especially I, I I think they should do something for whales if they're not already gonna include whales in there. That would be certainly epic. Did you get through uh, Odyssey? No, I didn't. No. No. No, did I did play? not. I no, I did not. <laughs> yeah. See? I know. I know. I, <laughs> the I have, Greek I have, world. I know. Trust me. I there's many like I have, my list goes on of all the games that I need to play and like I'm not even joking. I have like a running list of games that I'm trying to go through and that's on it. So I'm I, my plan is to finish and like complete that one before I go to Valhalla. So that's... Oh, sorry. Nope, that that's it. Oh, so <laughs> that's my goal on, so they say that uh, Odyssey was a game that took over 100 hours to beat now this yeah. upcoming one Valhalla is said to be smaller in scale because they found that players couldn't get around to beating those uh, you know to beating the game and same thing for The Witcher as well as uh, uh, CD Projekt Red has made Cyberpunk a smaller game than The Witcher because of the same thing um might be a little bit easier to get through it. Wes, what do you think on them uh, shrinking down these games? They went and made these games so big and large, and now you're having a little bit of shrinkage. Uh, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm I'm okay with a, a little bit of the shrinkage happening here. Um, it, it, it Assassin's Creed Origins I I played through earlier this year when when the the pandemic kind of started and I had a lot of extra time. Um, that game was way too big. I, it took me. It was ninety hours yep. that I put into that game. Finished main story, all the DLC. Um, I, I really enjoyed that game until I got to like hour eighty, and I was like, I just want to be done playing this game. But there's I, there's so little left that I can I can do it. And and the the second DLC was fantastic. Like you go into the afterlife and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It was very cool. Um, so that like the Beowulf DLC that you mentioned sounds really interesting mm-hmm. uh from that standpoint um but yeah like i i haven't touched odyssey yet because i finished that game and i'm like i i kind of need to not be playing an assassin's creed game for a while and, and that that same thing happened to me when i finished assassin's creed 2 it took me like a year or two before i was even willing to touch an assassin's creed game uh and at that point like three more had come out so i was yeah. so far behind yeah, I definitely felt with Assassin's Creed that there was that influx of games, and it was, uh, for me, I, I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. I actually have statues of the majority of them. Um, Which I gave you one. Yes, you did, <laughs> good sir, you did. Yes, but, I did. Uh, um, I didn't actually get around to playing Unity. I never got around to playing Syndicate, uh, so I missed those two. Origins, I really liked the way that they went about things, and Got an interesting comment here in the chat from OG Big T, uh, Biggie TTV. Uh, personally, uh, personally, I don't think they should keep calling them Assassin's Creed games because, uh, to me, they have lost that core, the Brotherhood of Assassins that made them uh, the likes of the Brotherhood and Black Flag great. Uh, just on that, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I do too. 
Yeah, it's kind like, of Origins kind of gave you that like, oh, here's where it started. But then when I like Odyssey came along, I'm like, we're okay. We're seem to be getting further away from like the thing I know over here. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like the core of like exactly. Yeah, yeah it, it's definitely lost its focus. I I I like it still a little bit, like you know, because it has obviously the still you know the elements of it, the climbing obviously still there. So climbing the uh, Greek peninsula was a fantastic adventure but yeah i mean uh i'll have to wait and see how the map size fares i actually did enjoy odyssey and the map size i i'm playing through it a second time now that's how much i enjoyed the game i was like why not a second time on pc playing on a second time just oh what? Excuse me, anxiety. <laughs> playing, a, playing a second time on the hardest difficulty because they're just why oh, not like i was like oh, i just love this game I, I do the two swords, so I'm like I'm constantly like shifting underneath and moving, slicing and dicing. Oh, looks great! Looks great. Oh. <laughs> oh, bigger man than I than I am. Oh man, couldn't yeah. do it. Oh, I, I gotta say I love those games. But let's move on from Assassin's Creed. I'm uh, gonna go into a little bit of a touchy topic here um, because it, it, it's an interesting move for some uh, publishers to be making with ads in games. So NBA 2K21. Oh, I heard about this. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk with this about you guys last week. Uh, we weren't able to because it was just coming out. But uh, they were putting ads inside of uh, part of the game. I think it had to do with the episodes. Um, I think they had it in the loading screen. Yeah. In the, yeah I remember correctly. Into the t- yeah. Uh, it's through the loading screen. It's through certain plays of the of the game. Where they'll, all the ads will pop up, and yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm not a big fan. I'd seen it popping up in uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds, and no, it wasn't Battlegrounds. It was one of the games that the Retro Revival crew had played. But the same thing was happening there, where these ads kept popping up, and I was like, you know, I, I really, I really don't like ads in games. Now, of course, uh, 2K has since came out and said the ads were not meant to run there. And they plan to yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And they plan to move their placement, and they plan to move their placement in future episodes. So I'm going to start with you, Bella, because you called it right out there. I mean, that's bullshit. They meant what they did. They did what they did. They yes. know what they did, and they're just trying to backpedal now that people are calling them on it. That's all. Absolutely. What are Own your th- up to it? <laughs> what are your thoughts on ads in games in general? Want it? I don't want ads in my game. Okay, you get ads on TV, you get ads on YouTube, you get ads on everything else. Like, I don't want to be playing a game and getting an ad. Now, I'm going to hand this to I you. I get that, like, gets money for them, but no. Yeah, and it's it's certainly something to continue with growing their products and reach and, and everything there. But it's, uh, it's a slippery slope, a very, very slippery slope here. Wes, as a developer, um, first, I just want to kind of hear your thoughts on ads being in games and... I mean, there's another thing I want to touch on too. Um, the right of purchase, the whole, you know, buying that game. Are they allowed to? I mean, I, I guess that they obviously are allowed to, but should it be? Yeah, whatever they the would... end of that question was is is probably yes. Yeah, I, I guess they would automatically kind of be allowed to if they can just update the game and put those ads in. But uh, mm-hmm. it kind of seems wrong. But what are your thoughts? Uh, in, like in this case, in terms of like free to play games, I'm a little bit more accepting of that sort of thing, especially if it's, I, I have a 
I have a soft spot for uh, for idle games. Um, just because I like to see the numbers get bigger. Um, so like clickers, like adventure capitalist, um, clicker heroes, that sort of shit. Um, I I can't play them for long because they kind of like absorb my entire brain. Um, but uh, so in in games like that, you'll you'll get ads where it's like, hey, get a little bit of a, like a boost to to how much money you're making or how much currency you're making over this period of time for watching an ad. Okay, because um, I'll I'll just hit it and walk away. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this sort of instance, like this is a game people paid money for. I, I gave you money for the game. You you're now trying to double dip by giving me uh, giving me ads to get what like uh, half of a half of a penny off of every <laughs> view and that sort of thing because that that stuff doesn't pay particularly well. Yeah. Um, but it's done in volume, right? So you play millions of ads, you start to make some money. Um, but yeah, like in in this sort of thing, it's just sleazy. These these people paid money for this game, and in some cases, bought like collectors editions or Kobe Bryant editions, whatever whatever they were called, and they're like super expensive. You know, it, like if if you can't make your money off of that, plus the microtransactions that are in those NBA Two K games, like how much do you need to make off of this game to 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 fit your budget like if if that's the case then something's wrong with the way you're managing this absolutely danny i'm gonna throw it to you for now for your thoughts on this yeah well it's funny because i i'm just seeing the uh, chats right now and i'm i'm agreeing with two people so uh jody may goes uh uh like if sports games um i can see there being ads on the sidelines makes it uh, a little more real life uh but in loading screens that's not cool Uh, i agree 100 percent because that happens in my fifa games where it's on the sidelines and that's fine because like i said that that basically it, that they're if they want to show like a real life type of game uh i can agree with that but not throughout the game i, I don't want to get every pitch uh, like on the field or something and it always cuts to a to an ad but uh this logic goes uh you wouldn't mind if some games had trailers and demos included somewhere in the menu section kind of like you would with uh with watching a blu-ray mm-hmm. they used to they used to they don't do it no more which is a shame because they used to have all those extras in the in the menus or you would have to unlock something in the game and you would have the stuff on it uh but yeah like like Wes was saying it's a sleazy thing it, it basically you've already paid 79 or 89 i can't remember depending on which version you get or if you get the 120 uh, something dollar like golden edition or whatever it's called yeah, those they shouldn't be in there. It doesn't make any sense unless, like I said, unless it was like in the background to make it look realistic. Because you know, two K, all they care about now is realism. That's why I can't stand the wrestling games no more. Yeah. They're just not fun. They're just not fun anymore. No. The- well, and and the idea of like the the trailers or the demos and that sort of thing, I I I don't mind that either because that's something that like I have to actually engage with. That's mm-hmm. something that I have to say, hey, yeah. I want to do this thing. I'm going to, I'm going to click this or I'm going to, I'm, you know, going to, going to go check this out. But yeah, the, the loading screen one was, was kind of weird because it also like, it would block, you know, the normal, you'd see your controls and things like that, like informational stuff that would appear. Uh, and these videos would play over top of them and you couldn't see your controls anymore. Yeah. So, you know, the one, 
thing I want to finish on that with is that I would certainly hope that we don't see in the future where these gold editions, these deluxe editions, these superb editions, whatever you want to call them for these various games, don't start including something along the lines of ad free. <laughs> yeah, I find uh, I find that would be the ultimate ultimate low blow. It's like, oh great, now I'm buying an ad free experience. <laughs> well, Yanni pull, pulls up a thing here. Enjoy playing basketball with no ads. You got to pay an extra five dollars. Yeah, I can see that. That ties into your thing yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's that uh, is just crazy there. Like, yeah, I get it for the free to play games where it's like you can get more gems or like like you were saying like you get a buff for it, but. Yeah, if they're just adding it in to a game you've already spent money on, no. Uh, Keep your credit and this well. Right. And they, they put that, that slot machine in last year's game. Or not this. Yeah, it was a slot machine. The it, cards? Where it was just straight up gambling in, uh, in NBA 2K20. So, like, I don't know. Baseball has, like, really their playing stuff. cards and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So moving on there, guys, we got one more before our break tonight, and we're going to go over to Xbox. Um, Xbox is seemingly announcing digital Xbox series launch events. So in case you guys forgot last time, when the Xbox One launch, one of the cool things that they did down in, I believe it was New Zealand, was they had a Xbox One placed into a shark tank for a couple weeks, and then after... It had been submerged for those couple of weeks. On the day of the launch, they went, pulled it out of the water, and then gave it to the first person who was there. Uh, Danny, what do you think about them doing digital events? Obviously, physical is kind of off the table right now. But do, do you watch digital events when they host them? Does this kind of thing want to pull you in? Uh, well, yeah, like I, I do like to watch digital events. Like, um, like are we talking basically like uh, I'm just using reference like Nintendo Direct style where they're telling you like upcoming stuff, or is this like an event where, um, like you said, they're launching? You're gonna see the well, you won't see people because not especially now. Uh, but like, th there's a lot of confusion right now. Like, I'm trying to figure out like, so what is this event? like portraying like what's it about it's a launch event for the xbox series you know, just like uh leading up into the midnight launch kind of deal a special celebration and it oh okay yeah yes yeah, so. something yeah something like that's pretty cool I, I used to watch uh i watched it for the dreamcast launch back in the day the uh i yeah i've seen a lot of them so yeah i i do like to see that though i, I do like to see the crowd and like people with the excitement on their face but that shit's not happening this year. No, not at all. What about you there, Bell? Too. Uh, I like that. I think it gets people engaged and like it really kind of gets the community excited for it. Um, again, it'd be, it's better when everybody's actually able to get together. But I like that they're getting a different spin on it and being like, you know what? I see a problem. We can fix it. We'll just go. We'll just do it online. It's fine. I like that. I like that a lot. They have said it's a 100% socially distanced and virtual, meaning fans can tune in regardless of their location, which is nice. Kind of reminds me, oh, I mean, as I say, kind of reminds me of BlizzCon, but I'm like, no, it doesn't. That costs money. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you want to watch it online. Still got to oh, pay. <laughs> duh, it does not remind me of BlizzCon at all. Wes, what are your thoughts on them doing these kind of events? Are you expecting to see something rad this year? Uh, I mean, I, I like these events. I, I don't expect to see anything that's surprising or anything like that. I wouldn't expect to see any announcements or anything like that. I, I, 
I doubt they'd come out and say, oh, you know what? Halo made it. It's a launch game. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think these events are always kind of exciting, especially around the launch. Like the, the community gets excited and that sort of thing. Like there's like there's there's negative things to say about all of it. But at the, the end of the day, like we're all excited to play new consoles and, and sort of that that prospect of new games and new experiences and, and just new adventures to kind of go on. Right. So it's it, it's always excited to exciting to, to sort of have that that energy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, to everything, that electricity in the air. Um, and this seems like a, a good way of trying to capture that in, in at least in a way that we can't right now, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I, th- I think that's that's probably kind of important for for the community in, in itself. So, you know what? You I'm, I'm going to take another minute here because you mentioned something there, magic. We talked about that a couple months ago, or back in August, beginning of September, where. This whole launch leading up to the Xbox Series and the PlayStation 5 being announced, you and I kind of commented about there being that magic lost. The excitement kind of gone and yanked out from underneath their feet. Do you think this is something to kind of rejuvenate that, like the the right thing? I I hope so. Uh, I mean, we're we're like two and a half, three weeks away from these these launches. And honestly, it, it... you know that time, you know the, the, you'll you like get that feeling around Christmas where it's like it doesn't feel like Christmas. Yeah. 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 And you get that I'm getting that same thing right now with these where like it, I, I was looking at the calendar and I was like, "Oh, that console's like 3 weeks away." Like I I saw Walmart has charged me and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that thing's coming. Awesome." <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not I'm not like yeah, I'm not feeling that energy yet. Like, I'm not feeling that 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 anxiety sort of building in my stomach of like, oh, I can't wait to get my hands on this thing. You know, I'm I'm seeing uh, media get their their consoles and things like that. I'm seeing all this stuff, and I'm like, just not feeling it yet. Yeah. So it, I, I hope you hope. I yeah. Hope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I had uh, I had uh, Thor the other day shoot me a message, and he says, "Oh, hey, you know that." PlayStation 5 comes out in a couple weeks. And I just, because I got so much going on, I was like, wait, wait what? It's like a couple weeks? I'm just, like, it, it, to me, it had really kind of gone away, that excitement, and just, heck, like, I I literally, uh, yesterday, I think it was, he was messaging me, I had, like, a pit in my stomach, because I'm like, oh, fuck, like, it's out in a couple weeks, and, like, I gotta make sure all my orders are in, I gotta make sure, like, I've got it all my, all my T's crossed, like, Oh shit! It's in a couple weeks, man. Like, like that hit me. Snuck up on you. Yeah, and and I mean, like, it's like it snuck up on me because it's just it. There's no, that lack of energy. Like, I'm I'm not even excited <laughs> for it as much. I'm just like, yeah, I kind of want to get them in and get them sold and get this over with. Like, it's uh, it's well, it's funny because like at the uh, we we you know how we were just talking about Halo, uh, at the store. Uh, basically, I'm seeing Halo Infinite merchandise all over the place. Like codes, you buy pizza pockets. Comes with the oh, codes, yes. and it, like literally, the game does not come. Out, yeah, the game does not come out this year. The promotion <laughs> basically ends before next year, so they don't know what those codes are gonna do for you if they don't work. But like you know, we're starting to, like with you guys. Basically, uh, we have COVID to blame for the lack of electricity for the systems this year. It killed everything. Uh, it just literally killed the excitement of everything. Um, and, you know, seeing that merchandise at work, I'm like, 
like, oh, yeah, hopefully people have realized that, hey, you know, systems are coming out in two weeks because, frankly, there's a lot of people that are, like, still, like Jody just put it, lost in March, basically. Yeah, it's dragged on for too long. Bellator, before we go on break, are you excited for these consoles coming up? How's it? How's all this uh, gone on for you? I really am excited for it. Um, I am looking forward to... I, I'm, like, in the air. I'm, like, I want both. <laughs> I need an upgrade, so it's it's time. <laughs> um, I'll probably definitely get the Xbox for sure. And then, like, but I really want a PS5. Just, like, some of their exclusives. So yeah. good. So good. Like That's the why last I, of I us. still stand by. I wish everything was on everything. Like, this whole, you can only have it with PS5, or you can only have it with X. That drives me freaking bonkers and up the wall, but it is what it is. It I is. You're just going to have to splurge money. a little. Yep. Take my money, yeah. guys. Take my money. <laughs> That's what us gamers do. We like throwing away our money to our toys. In a few minutes, folks, we'll be back after our break. We're going to talk about more of the gaming news that you won't want to miss. There's a lot of Fortnite conversation coming our way, so stay tuned, and we'll see you soon. Hey everybody, welcome back to Player to Player, our weekly gaming talk show here at Nerdy Northerners where we discuss the weekly gaming news that you don't want to miss, and it's been a doozy so far. Of course, I'm joined by my weekly hosts, Danny, Wes, and Bella too. again. Always great chatting, and we have more to discuss. So we're going to get right into this, and uh, we're going to start with some Pokemon news. Last week, the new Pokemon Crown Tundra DLC launched. I have to say, I've been playing through it quite a lot. It's great fun, much better than the Isle of Armor DLC. And one thing that uh, I'm kind of going to center around the table, you guys here, and the reason for this chat is that in the Crown Tundra DLC, they've made it much easier to build competitive teams, even easier than they have in the previous Isle of Armor and just Sword and Shield in general, where the game has allowed you to do things. Basically, Pokemon have something called the Hidden Ability. So you can catch two Charmanders, and one will have a hidden ability. I'm just t tossing these out here. They're not real. One will have one called Blaze, and the other one might have one called Swipe or something. So the majority of them will have Blaze, but the hidden ability would be the Swipe one because it's harder to get. So in the, the Crown Tundra DLC, you're actually able to change that on a Pokemon. So this is the first time ever you've been able to actually physically change it otherwise you had to go through the grueling task of breeding pokemon meticulously to drive out that perfectly bred iv pokemon that has everything just <laughs> lined up straight so the one thing i want to send around to you guys is uh pokemon's had a, a bit of a problem where the casuals are not able to get into the competitive scene as much because of these boundaries with these kind of boundaries reduced danny i'll go to you first because i know you're a nintendo fan um does this entice you to potentially look at pokemon as a, a game you might try out again to build a competitive team um you know what like i don't i don't know like i've been a on a domino effect with Pokemon lately. I, I get it very excited. I buy the game, play it for a little bit, but I, I'm just getting tired of the same routine of the game. I, I need it to like drastically change. I'm tired of being the new kid on the scene in a new island or new whatever. Uh you know, the same three Pokemon at the beginning. Give me something new. 
Like, I, I want to see a completely different take on Pokemon. But, you know, the, I have those moments where I wish I didn't sell my copy of Sword or Shield. Um, I don't know. May, maybe if I can find it on discount for, like, Black Friday or Boxing Day or whatever, maybe I might pick it up again and try it out. But, I don't know. Like I said, I'm on a domino effect with Pokemon. I really wish it wasn't because I actually... I loved Pokemon as a kid mm-hmm. and growing up playing it. I just played too much of it, I guess. And like I said, it just needs needs to change to get me back in. Absolutely. What about you there, Bell? Too. Uh, honestly, I haven't really played much since I was a kid. Uh, the, the last thing I played was Pokemon Go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I have no information on this. <laughs> Wes, what do you think? Uh, no, this is not going to get. <laughs> 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 I, I, I tried Pokemon Ooh. Go, and I, I stopped my wife from walking into a tree, and oh. uh, that was, <laughs> like, so yeah, I, I've, I've played uh, Pokemon Red. Yeah. Like, there yeah, was an original original Game Boy that I played in an emulation. I played that, like, four years ago mm-hmm. at work, because mm-hmm. someone said, you need to try this. I, I see what people like about it. It's not for me. So, <laughs> I no, this is not going to get me to, to play a Pokemon game. <laughs> I will say for me, being somebody who has... Uh, I, I've always played the Pokemon games other than... I missed Gens 3, 4, and I believe 5. Beyond that, I, I played them. But I always had a hard time with the end game because it was always, yeah, you go around, you catch that final legendary Pokemon that you've been chasing the entire story. And then you've got to go in, you know, you either breathe and build a competitive team or you, you're out. And you know, it's just like you call it a day because it's just the time and energy you put into doing that is, uh, it, it's rough. So it's, it's not for, uh, not for dads, not for working people. It's, uh, it's hard. Or I mean, like, people. like, it's not, so I'm happy with these changes. I think that a lot of them will make it easier for people like myself to, actually be able to play pokemon and have a team that because it's one thing to build a team and it's, and it's another thing to have a team that's competitive like you can have two two of the same pokemon and you think they're the same but they're like they're their stats are they're not the same and it tells so anyways we'll <laughs> move on from that <laughs> pokemon. um so one of the other uh platforms that has game streaming kind of we're talking about game pass earlier tonight is uh, Ubisoft and their Uplay. Now, they just announced something called Ubisoft Connect. So Ubisoft Connect is going to be taking not only Uplay, but it's also going to be taking the Ubisoft Club and connecting them to... Oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be connecting... the excitement in his voice there? <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, Wes, I had to. Uh, so good. It's bad enough I get this on Tuesdays. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go uh, on. It's next Can gen is going to be, going to be connecting uh, <laughs> the Ubisoft Club and Uplay. So, it's going to be combining the features. Uh, Uplay is their version of where you can go and play their games. It's what I'm playing, Assassin's Creed Odyssey on PC right now. I've got Uplay. It's going to allow me to play Watch Dogs Legions when it launches on Thursday. 
Um, the gold edition too. That's what you get with you. You play subscription, twenty dollars a month Canadian. It's pretty rad. Kind of like Game Pass, where you get the best of the version, uh, Gears Five, Halo, all the sorts. So, uh, but they're going to be combining it with the Ubisoft Club, which, I mean, I, I was a little bit confused between the two. Um, so it's good to see that coming together. Um, it, it's kind of interesting though. They, they're they've got themselves over on other services like Amazon. Uh, which they may just have this being uh, their new subscription there as well. So, Wes, I'm going to throw it to you first on this. Does Ubisoft Connect get you interested in their titles? Like, Are you into enough of the Ubisoft titles that this is something you look at? I think like a few years ago, I, I would have been a, a pretty hard yes on that. Um, but they... Over the last few years, anyway, Ubisoft games have kind of fallen into like that Far Cry formula pretty heavily. Yeah. Where every one of their games has that same formula of a big open world, climb a tower to unlock new icons on the map to be able to go and do new things and then craft new things. Like it, I, I've kind of gotten bored of the formula. Mm -hmm. um, I, really, the only one of their games that, that I, I find interesting is Rainbow Six uh, Siege. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm shit at first-person shooters, so I've never actually played it. Uh, but it looks really cool. I, I I love the the idea of that game and and kind of what they've done with it is mm -hmm. has been really cool to see. Um, but yeah, I I I think for for Ubisoft right now that just for for me anyway that formula is just it's gotten into every one of their games and I I just I'm bored of it at this mm -hmm. point. You know I I like I said I'll you know I'll. Assassin's Creed games are way too big and I, I need a break from them after I finish them. It's it's the same thing like that that every time I think about playing a Ubisoft game, I'm just like, eh, I, I played it already. Yeah, no, I, I definitely get the feeling on that as well. Um, no, I'm going to throw this to you next. You're a big fan of the Xbox Game Pass. I am as well. And EA Play is going to be joining the Game Pass in November for console, and I believe it's going to be in December for PC. Now, Ubisoft is kind of like EA, Bethesda, in my opinion, where they're all in that same club. You know, if you'd go to the bar, you'd see them all kind of gathered there. <laughs> so, I like that. <laughs> so, I find that Ubisoft going out and having their own subscription model is an interesting move. And so I want to pan this, uh, put this on you. Would you go and subscribe yourself to Ubisoft Connect on top of your other existing uh, subscription services? Or are you more or less wanting the same thing where EA play? Because they, in my opinion, EA realized that they can't do it on their own. So they're going to have to merge with somebody else. So they did with the Game Pass. Um, do you think that Ubisoft needs to do this, or, or do you think that it's okay for them to have their own service? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. I like a. I'm so excited that EA is coming in. Like, haha! All those extra games that are coming. I'm like, literally, so like, many. Oh, um, get my hands on them. But you know what? I'm kind of. You're perking my interest. Like, I'm gonna look into this. I'm gonna see what all they have to offer. Um, I, I might. You kind of almost sold me on this already <laughs> without even knowing it. I'm just like twenty bucks. That's it, not bad. <laughs> he, does it, he does it for a living, so. Shit, mm. yeah, you tell, sure. you can tell, you can really tell. <laughs> I'm like, we buy the subscription the straight game? from you. Like... Sell the cards. <laughs> I do sell the, I do sell the cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, all right, well, we might do. have to talk. Right, right? That's our ad for our show. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll see you down at my store. No. <laughs> but uh, you're on the other side, like, hi, I'm here. Take my money. Oh, there are a lot of great games they have with it. I mean, what gets me most enticed is the gold edition because in, in my brain, the way this goes for me is that I I'm a big I'm a big I'm, I'm a big Ubisoft fan. And being a big Ubisoft fan, I like my gold editions. So the gold editions I usually go for are Assassin's Creed and Far Cry. And between those two this year, it would have cost me 139 each. So 139 in November and 139 in February. That's 280 plus tax. So this Uplay subscription that I'm on now, or which is going to become Ubisoft Connect now, is $20 a month. So for 12 months, it's going to be $240 at the end of it. Or in six months, less than, I would have spent 280 on two games and the same amount of content. And now, I actually get to have the other games like Watch Dogs, Legions, and others. So there is a lot there. So Danny, with you next, does mm-hmm. this entice you? Do you think that Ubisoft is leading the way and more companies need to go out and run their own subscription service or do they all need to fall under the might of other ones like the PlayStation Plus or Game Pass? Uh, I think that really depends on certain publishers. Um, Like some of the smaller ones? Yeah, sure. The only way that I can see them working with that is by joining uh you know other ones like you guys have just said well as you just said playstation plus or the game pass um but uh, ubisoft's a pretty big company especially over the past few years and you know they they've been successful with certain games like you said uh assassin's creed um and uh what was the other one you just said for some reason it slipped my mind uh assassin's creed's a big one they have watchdogs they also have far cry Far cry that's it I, i don't know why that escaped my mind but yeah, I think that really depends on certain publishers. And um, like, I'm just reading what Will says here. Eventually, yeah, more people are going to be, uh, you know, subbing for different um, services, right? Um, and most people do have the Game Pass, like you. Well, I think all three of you do. Uh, is that right, Wes? You have that too, right? Yeah. So pretty much everyone has it. So. Um, I think for, like I said, uh, Ubisoft, I think it might be okay on its own because of its catalog, its games. And like you say, you get some pretty uh, pretty awesome content on there. Uh, but uh, if it was a smaller company, the only way that they're going to survive on a streaming type, well, not a streaming, but like that type of service would be to join with someone big. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I have to agree with that as well. So moving on here, we are running out of time, so I'm going to try and get to our Fortnite that we <laughs> mentioned earlier. <laughs> um, so Fortnite has many years of Marvel integration planned, according to their execs, which is pretty nice news. They say that this current one, the uh, Nexus War, is just the beginning. There is going to be lots more on the table. Um, Bellatu, I know that uh, you were excited to talk about this, so I'm going to throw it your way first. Uh, I'm stoked about it. Obviously more Marvel. Like, yes. Yes, yes, just yes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm enjoying what we're doing right now. And I'm like, you want to give me more? Thank you. That's all I can say. Like, I just, I love Fortnite. I know everybody gives it such a hard time, but like, it is so much fun. They give you so many different, like, they give you a little bit of everything. And like, it's just, it's colorful and playful. And like, sure, you might be shit at it, but like, 
you don't have to win every game to grind out those tiers. Like it's fine. No. Yeah, no, you know what? Even it, it's kind of cool because the uh, the pass that they have, seasons pass, you can just buy that with the coins. If you you have to buy it first, you have to buy it once. I find, and then if you play up to level fifty or sixty, yeah, it pays for itself. You can just easily sub. You get all the new skins. And they're pretty bad. I mean, who doesn't want to go running around as one of the Marvel Avengers or one of the other Marvel characters slaying down people? Doesn't want to be Storm. Come on. Right. This is pretty bad. What about you, there, Wes? Out of all the out of all the characters, I'm surprised you chose Storm. That that shot that shocked me because it's very rare that I hear someone say Storm out of all the uh, gigantic Ooh, list. Steve, of her shit is fucking dope. <laughs> Oh yeah, she is awesome. I, I'm just surprised. Yeah. I'm a huge X Men fan, so you just caught me. That that just like <laughs> blew my mind. You just made my day. Thank you. Oh good. All right, Danny. Well, throw this to you then. Which character would you like to see uh, as a Fortnite skin? Okay. Well, I for some reason I have been on like a binge of one character, which he's gonna get hit. Well, he already had a set of movies, but yeah, he's wasn't into the Marvel universe. I want to see fucking Blade. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Blade. And his, I guess because I love vampires. But I would love to see a Blade costume that you can use. in. For, I, I don't play Fortnite, but if I did, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd play as freaking Blade. Because for some reason, I'm freaking excited to see more Blade stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it's cool. Like, it, I, I love... They've done it with... Uh, like, Fortnite had its DC run, too. Uh, and And the Marvel thing, like... I love that they're doing that because that's two giant companies that with so many amazing characters. I want to see like I, there there's a whole bunch of other comic book publisher with 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 very awesome like superheroes and supervillains that this might be just the touching point that they're going to expand on certain things like you said for the next few years it's going to be Marvel. What is after Marvel? There's so many amazing things that they can do so many amazing characters out there no i don't ask sorry i gotta ask if they brought blade would you would you start playing fortnite i think well i'm just reading right here this lodge goes that there is a blade skin in fortnite um yeah so we've got a new player there we go you know what i might download i might download it and try it again if there's yeah i'll try it i'll give it one more go and see how it goes but yeah, that that just uh, that's two things that made my day. Is you like in Storm and uh, Blade skin? Yeah, we'll see. I, I actually might try to download it again tonight. So Wes, the last man standing mm. of the, yeah. uh, the I've never Fortnite. Played Fortnite. Would you now that Marvel is integrated heavily? Uh, plans to be? I mean, eh, uh, <laughs> probably not. Still. Um, <laughs> So okay, so if I if I had to choose, like there's there's two that I could that I could think of that I mean maybe they're in there, but I would be really surprised. Uh, be Gambit or Modok, just because I like Modok's little dangly legs. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean those would be two that that I think would be really cool to get, just because I mean they're a little deeper pull. They're they're not like. It's not like saying, like, I want Spider-Man or Wolverine or, you know, Venom or something like that. You know, front line and center, like Captain America or something like that. But uh, I think those ones would be kind of cool just to, to see Marvel kind of let those characters be out again. And I'm certainly not saying that as someone who really wants a 
a good Marvel versus Capcom game to come out. <laughs> um, so yeah, if anyone from Marvel's listening, may, maybe give us a good one of those, <laughs> and I'll play that. Yeah. You're here to hear first, folks. If you put that in there, Epic, da- uh, <clears throat> sorry, not da- Wes will play. Um, I will play a fighting game. <laughs> A first-person shooter, Battle Royale, flying down. Yeah, I'm seeing the Mortal Kombat Fortnite skins. That might actually get me. Ooh. If you can get me Mortal Kombat or, like, Street Fighter. It'll do what I can. Yeah, I, I might be in. <laughs> I might be in. We'll make some calls. Do, do you get, like, their abilities? Like, if, if you're, no, like, Captain America, can you throw a shield around? That'd be so wicked. Uh, not do usually. Like only stuff, only when it's they like, have those items in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, well, they have, like, some of the, uh, um, like, oh, God, what's his name? Groot. Like, you can you can roll around as, like, a Groot ball, so, which, like, okay. protects you. So, like, it, it, they're starting to incorporate things. So, I, I feel okay. like in the future they might. Yeah, because that seems like the way that, like, that would, that would definitely get me much more interested in playing it is mm-hmm. if I can play as those, almost as those characters with, with some of their abilities would be very cool for me. That that would be pretty cool. It, it all starts getting into the conversation of how do you how do you make it a balanced game with all these skins having abilities. Everybody's overpowered. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just, but, um, yeah. You, you can find those things in the map too. Like if you take mm-hmm. out Doctor Doom, you get his powers. Um, like there's all these little things that they've incorporated. So like I could see them something like that. that down the line. Yeah. yeah, yeah, more stuff like that where it's like you know, they even have Iron Man's. Um, Yes! Too. It's so good. Yeah, you go take him down. Like, lightning will come down and shock everyone. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. You're missing out. So one last thing I want to bring up with you guys here, and then we're going to call it for tonight, is that there's a PlayStation 5 launch game that has been delayed until February, and it's now going to be launching on the PlayStation Plus. This game is Destruction All-Stars. And it, it, the it being delayed is the real conversation part the last part is that will launch on playstation plus so it's going to be launching on playstation plus as a free game but obviously you have to have playstation plus in order to have it so this kind of puts me in the you know in the sense of is this where we're beginning to see sony taking first party titles and moving them in the same direction that microsoft has and putting them on a game pass-esque uh subscription i don't believe playstation plus is is that their uh their subservice that's yeah that's their their that's basically their xbox live but starting with ps5 it's going to have a a game pass style uh feature to it Mm -hmm. um that seems to be focused more on on ps4 exclusives Mm mm-hmm well, it potentially it looks like, again, this could be them leading towards uh, having those new titles coming for PlayStation 5. So, Danny, what do you think about this? Do you think that this could be their way of getting their own Game Pass on Sony? On the PlayStation 5? Um, well, yeah. If if that's the plan, then this might be a starting point. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they've tried to do it before, right? With the... Uh, I think they they even started a little bit on the PS3 at, at the end of the cycle. PS3 they they tried something like that, and then with the PS4 they tried the same thing with like classic titles and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, like I don't know. It's one of those things where it could be, it could not be, until like, we see more of it. 
Yeah, so uh, I agree with Will. Basically, the PS Now is like it. That is their Game Pass. So mm -hmm. maybe they're just going to be adding some more stuff to it, kind of you know spruce it up. Obviously, Bella, too, you're a big fan of the Game Pass, like I mentioned before. Um, do you like them having these new games coming right at launch to the Game Pass, or you know, would you rather still be able to go out and potentially buy it? <laughs> I like it. I love that they're interested. I'm like, no, 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 don't make me spend more money. I already Gaming's taking all my money anyways. Um, no, I love it. I think that it's a smart move if they are going to make that into a thing or, like, if they're kind of building on top of what they already have. Like, it's it's so smart. They're going to... They, they. I feel like these companies are realizing not everybody has this money to just go drop on, like, a $60, $70, 80 game, depending on what the, they're going to put it out at. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if you're already subscribing, I think that's a nice way to, like, treat the community. Like, take care of your own. Absolutely, and something that you kind of touched on there is not everyone has that money to go out and, and you know, spend on all these different games. Every week, I mean, just this week alone, there's uh, four or five in my drawer that I got to put out coming out tomorrow. I just put out a couple today. The Sonic, uh, those two packs came out today that I was sharing, uh, sharing with Danny, um, two new Sonic games. And so, I mean, like every day there's new games coming out and you're talking 40, 50, 60, $70. These games got a price tag on them, most of them. Um, Wes, you've mentioned a lot on the fact that developers on these game passes actually see potentially greater success than going the traditional route of just releasing the game and having it sit on store shelves and kind of that, well, hoping it sells. Um, what are some factors you think play into that? Uh, well, I think like specifically in this case, I, when I read this story, this struck me as the right call, uh, especially for this game. Uh, this is a, a Sony, it's a first party game, um, but it's going to be, it would have been launching alongside two other Sony first party games in Demon Souls remaster and, uh, the, the Miles Morales Spider-Man, mm -hmm. uh, Sony doesn't need to have a third game in there to to compete and it would have clearly lost to those other two i think that yeah. it's 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 safe to say that sort of thing yeah so i think pushing this back into february and then just giving it away as far as 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 part of playstation uh playstation plus is is the right call and i think they're doing it for two months like sony's had a, a lot of success over the ps4 uh with um like rocket league launched that same way uh fall guys launched that same way uh so they've, they've definitely had the success in finding those gems of like multiplayer games which is exactly what this is so it, it seemed like the right call to to sort of push this off from the launch let those games shine that that everyone's already focusing on anyway mm -hmm. and then you know, have this thing that that will come out in February, which, you know, traditionally is sort of that time period with a with a new console where people start to say, okay, what else you got? Yeah, now what? Like I, I, I played the launch games. Now now what? You know, and that's that sort of gets into that dry spell, and and it probably won't happen that same way with this with this launch, just with games getting pushed back and and that sort of thing. So, I I think you know what factors into this is that that game was just going to get completely overlooked at, at launch so and and possibly might not have just been ready like they they could have hit a snag and said you know what 
this makes sense to instead of launching something that has some issue, push it back, get a get a better launch, a little bit more eyes on it, and that kind of thing. And everyone gets a free copy. Cool. Mm-hmm. Not well. Everyone everyone that's subscribing is get a free copy. Yeah. Uh, I will point out there is that it's called PlayStation Plus Collection is the uh, their their new Game Pass sort of equivalent that's a little different from ps now just that's the uh, the streaming one hmm. a lot of big moves are making over there we're gonna have to see whether or not over time they hold up I'm gonna quickly read off for you guys the games coming out this week of course there's we're getting down into the uh the thick of it all now the final weeks of the year are here upon us which means we're getting into the big titles cod watchdogs assassin's creed cyberpunk the sort so coming out tomorrow on tuesday october 27th we have two different games we've got the legend of heroes trials or sorry, trails of cold steel 4 for the playstation 4 uh we also have ghost runner for the playstation 4 xbox one pc and nintendo switch on thursday we have the hot and heavy watchdogs legions that's going to be on the playstation 4 xbox one and pc PlayStation 5 version is obviously going to be launching November 12th, and the Xbox Series X version is going to be launching November 10th. Pikmin 3 is going to be launching on Friday, and that is for the Nintendo Switch. It's going to be, or sorry, it's Pikmin 3 Deluxe. It's the brain-up of Pikmin 3 from the Wii U, so if you didn't go and play it on the Wii U, which the majority of people did not, you're in for a treat. Such a good game. You're Such in. a good game. Such, yeah, even, yeah that's, a, that's a good one. It recommended right here, so go check it out, folks. Last but not least, <laughs> last but not least, uh, we have the Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope. That is for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and for the PC. Lots of good games out there, folks. Even more coming in the next couple weeks. We have the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 right around the corner. It's been a great night chatting, folks. As always, Danny, Wes, and Bella, too. Great chat with you guys. Always fun. Thanks, guys. Had a great time. Yeah, I had a great time. Thank you. Don't forget, folks, to follow us on our social medias. Head over to our Facebook. Head over to Twitter, Instagram, the likes. Follow us here on Twitch. Follow us over on YouTube. If you missed tonight's episode uh, and parts of it and you want to hear the rest of it, you can find it here on Twitch, or you'll be able to find it on your favorite podcast source in the next couple of days, Spotify, on Apple Music, and the sorts. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Player to Player. We look forward to seeing you next uh, next Monday. And until then, you all have a great night. <laughs>